0: So last week, I was saying I wanted to talk about the legend of Supirak shared by this Chegu Mokta who is a community leader at Kampung Malubang. It was quite an interesting story. Lah. And um, Kampung Malubang happened to be one of the prettiest fishing village I've ever been to.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't an island, right? Although we took the boat in.
0: Yeah, not to be confused an island because Kampung Malubang is situated at the right tip of the right how say at the right year of <laughs> tip of Borneo yeah. and it's actually in Pitas not in Kudat but then at the, they told us that if you're going to drive in it's going to take uh, it's a very rough right because there's no proper roads at all so a lot of the people there just take boat and the nearest town for them if they're taking boat is actually Kudat ah
1: that's why we took the boat and we didn't go by road ooh it rhymes
0: Wow, someone is in a rhyming mode. But yeah, that's the that's interesting part. So I, I was very interested in this Supirak legend. I can tell you, honestly, any legend that has to do with um people turning into stone is something that I just look at people and roll my eyes. <laughs> Why
1: well, you don't believe that people can turn to stone?
0: No, it's just that everywhere we go, um, in different parts of the country, they actually have this legend that goes online, you know, that about... Um, this uh, son or whatever that that left the parents. And then, you know, whatever you do that's bad, then you go and then if someone curse you, you become a stone. So <laughs> it sounded a bit like a overrated kind of thing.
2: Mm,
1: but okay lah. But long, 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 long time ago, I got here about people turn into a pillar of salt. I think that was probably the first occasion of
0: turning into stone, salt kind of thing. Turning into a pillar of salt is like you can <laughs> blow and you will... Uh, you think, right? But Stone cannot wash. Oh, is this one like Raya,
1: like that, the movie. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that tengok dah. Bukan
0: Promotion Raya. Right? Yeah. So, you got your birthday tickets after all. <laughs> yes. Anyway, anyway. So, I was saying like, I don't really believe this this story. And then, Chego Mokta, who is like the village storyteller, who like, you know, this village actually really believe in the legend. Mm. This legend, right? And everyone knows the legend. It's like, if you're a villager there, anak kampong, there is it too, you sure know one. Yeah. But then, uh Cenggu Mokta is like, the assigned storyteller. If anyone comes and asks, like, he's the one who's right? like, Right? Yeah, everybody story, was like, like. yeah, Cenggu Mokta, talk to him. Yeah, so he's <laughs> he kind of like, tell us the whole story, and everything else, and, um, I do know, I just listen, like, I don't know, if you can see my face, right, Every that face, la, rolling my eyes, Lion for you. Like, faces, can yeah. you finish telling this story? Because it sounds like, any other story I heard <laughs> of <out. laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, so he told us the story, and then he did something very different from everyone else.
1: He took us on he a said,
0: boat. Job lah, kami pergi tengok. Yeah, I mean, like, I was how, like, how
1: come legend can tengok? Oh, correct.
0: I'm like, huh? He this legend can can go see stone one. Okay lah, let's go see this stone that he talked about lah. Not just one stone, no. In his story, there's seven elements. Um. That is like turned into stone or became a well, and he said we can actually go and look for all seven items. And I'm like, Biaberto, that stone better mm-hmm. look like a human <laughs> <laughs> or a sheep because it just sounds too good to be true. La. We are such cynics, right? <laughs> uh, especially me, right? Considering I'm a storyteller yeah. and a writer, then to, to really say this, I think the publisher's gonna stone me, but <laughs> so yes, and then um after that we came back. So before we tell you about our adventure. On all this stone hunting thing, maybe Jurita can tell us the story because uh, no point talking about stones if we don't know what's the real story, at least the Supirak story. <clears throat> okay, initiated <clears throat> here.
1: Once upon a time, there lived a boy named Ragam. He was the only child of Odugurawang, a single mother. They lived in a village called Ko'ogun on the sands of Putih. When Ragam turned 15, a merchant ship docked at Torong Ragam saw it as an opportunity for a better life, so he asked for his mother's permission to work on the ship. With Odo Gerawang's blessings, Ragam set sail with the rich merchant and promised to return home once he had acquired some wealth. No one really knows where they sailed to, but he was gone for a long, long time. Some say he married a princess, the villagers where he came from believed that he married the daughter of a merchant. Eventually he inherited the ship and named it Supira. While he was gone, Odu Gerawang would cook Ragam's favourite meals and walk to the far end of the island to await his return. When she became too old and frail for the daily walk, she settled into a hut at her lookout point and waited there, alone. One day, Odu Gerawang saw a ship approaching. It's my son, she thought. Odu carefully placed Ragam's favorite food on a serving tray, covered it with a tudong saji, and excitedly made her way back to Torong to welcome her beloved son home. At Torong there were dancers to welcome the sailors. To her horror, the captain of the ship did not seem to recognize her. Refusing to admit that the frail old woman was his mother, he knocked the tray over, causing the food to fall into the sea. He alighted some of his men at Torang and hurriedly steered the ship out of the bay. Little did he know that he was right opposite the hut where Odu Gerawang now lived. But instead of going home, the heartbroken Odu Gerawang had thrown herself into the sea. Show me a sign if he really is my son, she cried. Don't ever let him sail away on that ship again. As her tears fell, freshwater springs formed on the shallow seabed. Then, one by one, the ship, the dancers, the village, the serving tray and plates that had been flung into the sea, even her own hut, everything turned into stone.
0: So, there you go, the legend of Supirak. If you are from Sermonanjong like me, it's like, wow, that's the story of Sitanggang lah. why you call Supirak? <laughs> but i tell you the difference. Uh, Sitangang's story is um there is two parents, father and mother, but uh, Supirak's story is just the single mother. So it's very similar in uh, the major storyline of things. You know, It's just a child going off and denying the parents and then being turned into a stone. Uh, in the case of Sitangang, there was a storm. In the case of Supirak, there was no storm.
1: Actually, when I was growing up, I used to hear another story about stone. I can't quite remember... Who told me the story? But it was something about Batu Belah ba, Batu Belah Batu Bertangkuk ba, ba, Batu what? Batu
0: Belah The okay. Split Rock <laughs> Batu Bertangkuk Tangkuk tahu apa? Oh I think this place is somewhere In um, Mana eh? I don't know I heard it Probably when it, I was in Malacca. But
1: I remember googling one time And it was in Klang or something So it was something about A mother, and then some selfish kids, and then something turning into a rock, but I can't really remember. If you remember the story, please let us know.
0: (laughs) Well, there's definitely one that is also uh, associated to Sitanggang, and uh, it's probably closest to what you just say, Batu Mm. Bela, Batu Bertanggok. Because there's a place like this near Muwa in a village called Bukit Mo. Oh. And they also pride themselves over this legend lah, that okay. everyone in the Kampong uh, knows this legend, but no one can ever find this Batu Bela, Batu Bela, Batu Bela. Sorry, batu yeah? Batu, batu, panjang batu Bela. <laughs> because uh, you can only find it when the, the spirits or whatever they show you where it is when you go hunting. Lah. Yeah. So that that is what their Kampong really hold on to, you know? Hmm.
1: So everyone is claiming this. Uh, Si Tanggang story or a similar variation to it. Is it a Malaysian thing only, or
0: I, I I thought it was a Malaysian thing. And then you know, if you hang around, like for example, I hang around with Heidi Samsudin, who is like this fairy tale queen <laughs> in Malaysia, right? And she tell you, oh, you know, in Indonesia, they also have similar thing. They call oh. it Malin Kundang.
1: Oh, wow. Okay,
0: and in Brunei, they have it, they call it Nakoda Manis. Nakoda juga. Yeah, it's a sailor instead of like some rebellious son or whatever. And then apparently in Philippines, they have it as well. I just don't remember what it's called. So it's a similar kind of a storyline kind of thing. It makes me wonder, right? That's why you see in the beginning, I said, it's so hard to believe when people tell me this similar story. And how am I supposed to believe it's something that's real? And then this Chegu Mokta from uh, Kampung Malubang in Pitas going, come, let me bring you to see the rocks. And I'm like, I think the first time anyone offered to bring me to see some rocks to prove that I might be wrong. So, shall we talk about the rocks? Yes. <laughs> the rocks. So, um, we took a boat and then about like 10 minutes away and then there's this uh, group of rocks that there's like a lot of sharp rocks looking and then there are trees and then, uh, a bit of trees at the top. So it looks like a bunch of dancers. It really actually looked like a bunch of dancers before. <laughs> it looked like a, a bunch of rocks who were having a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some sort <laughs> like that. And then he said, oh, yeah, ini dipanggil batu berunsai. And I was like, uh, being a Malay writer, and I'm like, Barunsi ni apa? Hmm. They was talking about oh, cafe ada satu They have a they have a dance, a village dance, and it's called the the Barunsi tarian run-sai, ah. Okay, that's why they named this bunch of rock because it's the dancers who dance Barunsi. The Correct. Uh, when uh, uh, when the ragam came back with his ship, so they are the ones who turn into rocks. So that they, they's called Batu Barunsi. So cool. it's like dancing. Um, rocks.
1: and then we traveled further and then we came to some Tudong saji
0: yes, yes there was some Tudong saji so Tudong saji in malay is actually that a uh, pyramid looking not literally pyramid lah it's like round kind of pyramid kind of a round kind you, of pyramid see, yeah. i'm so bad it's like it's a like dome. The food
1: like a food cover
0: yeah a food cover that is like
1: <laughs> round at the bottom and then <laughs>
0: I just don't want people to imagine a pyramid in Egypt <laughs> correct, correct, you correct. know but yeah then there's that, that Batu Dulang and then when you look at it um, as you're heading towards it it really does look like um, a Dulang lah.
1: right so the Batu Dulang was the Tudong Saji correct? Correct. Ah, okay. So it has,
0: it's also has that shape, that round-looking thing. And then up there, there was a tree that looks like you can... You know, Tulong Saji have a hook yes, at the top that you can up. Yes. So yeah, that's how the Batu Dulang looked like. And I was like, it cannot be lah. Dua kali kan, coincidence ni, twice. Cannot. It's so strange. But then right. next to the Dulang were three stones.
1: Okay, this is really, really cool. Because you're you are in the boat and you're approaching like... Eh? nothing is that yeah it's just sea all around you right it's, you don't see land at all and then deeper deeper you see three um, stones like just floating almost
0: yes yes it almost. looks like it's almost floating because um the stones is actually about like maybe how say anchor height uh, below the surface
1: yes and then came the part where they said oh you can get off the boat and step onto the batu
0: Talam. So I was a bit like, get off the boat here, step in. (laughs) Okay, guys, if you cannot imagine it, of course, uh, we have photos and everything else, but it'd be quite interesting to just try to to describe it to you, right? So there's three flat rocks in the middle of the sea that if you don't look for it, you might miss it because it's just slightly below the water surface. And then the rock surface is not smooth, obviously. You know, it's like rocky kind of surface. And then he said, you can step on it. So, okay. So he pushed the boat as close as possible to one rock and then he dropped me off and then he dropped you off on the other rock and stuff like that. And then when you're standing on a rock, right? It's like a three feet diameter kind of rock. And make sure you don't uh, step off the edges because after that, you can... It's just water. It's just deep water. It's not even like shallow to the rock and then, you know, rock. No, it's like you miss one step at the edge, <laughs> you go right down, don't know how many feet down into the deep blue sea. Or if you skate on the moss. Because I
1: remember, it wasn't just rock, there was moss. It was quite slippery also. It's like trying <laughs> to
0: enjoy the moment, but, kind of, but this 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 Bogta was like, tell the boatman to go behind so that he can snap a photo <laughs> of, of us floating on the sea because it looked like that when we were standing on the rock. And there we are trying to keep our balance and not slip off and really fall into the deep, deep sea. Actually,
1: right, I think I would really, really... Have enjoyed the moment If I didn't have gadgets on me But I had iPhone Then we were recording We were sh- Okay, we were shooting as well or We were, you know Shooting the story But otherwise It would have been quite cool what, To fall into the sea
2: I, I don't jump, know
0: but, I know. actually thought like Because I like to sit uh, Like, you know If it's that kind of situation Like in the river bank I like to sit with my, my legs dangling yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But uh, in that situation I was a bit scared mm. Because it's, it's not shallow at all You can't see the bottom Of the of the sea and I was like if I sleep down here <laughs> I, teruk lah betul teruk lah, you
1: know I but for me it was just okay don't drop the gadgets don't drop the gadgets don't drop yourself in case the gadgets go with you you know yeah. kind of thing. so this
0: Chegu Mok also saying if they are open for uh, for tourism right they will actually do an entire um, journey to the seven places mm. and they will do exactly what they did to us Drop you off at the Kwe talam, okay, Batu talam. <laughs> now you know what is his favorite food, Kwe talam. And <laughs> you can take a photo and then you can go the other rocks and the other rocks and, yeah. and so well. But then to find the exact location where they are, just the same way as he told the story to me was like oh, Quite amazing, right?
1: They knew exactly where to how to navigate to those rocks. And, and I also think it depends on the tide, right? If it was high tide, it might sound... Which, like, we
0: didn't see all
1: the rocks. Because yeah, because one of them, one was, of like, them
0: was, like, oh, like, was, like, you need to have low tide in order to visit the heart, the mother's heart. Yeah. That has uh, fresh water coming out tear of her tears. The Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, cool. I think when they brought us to the the grand finale yes. for it, right, was like, okay, la, I think I can believe in this legend. <laughs> because, um... How big can a ship be? If you say a boat that turned into a stone, it's like, okay lah, a boat, right? Maybe like a car size, right? So ship is like a, a magic titanic ship like that, lah, which is um exactly what the rock turned out to be.
1: Yeah. Okay. So imagine all the others were quite small. So the, the talam one was yeah, just in diameter. front. Yeah, you step already and then you maybe can take one step to the right Correct. or left. Not not even to the front, and that was uh, as big as it got, right? Um, the the tudung saji one, I keep forgetting its name. Yeah, um, yeah batu tudung I mean. lah. Eh, batu saji. Batu no. <laughs> eh, batu tudung saji. Ay. Well, whatever it was called. Now, <laughs> you you step batu dulang. Okay. You step on it. Okay, you could it could three of us could sit in the cleft of the rock. So it's, yeah, that kind of size. Not much other place to walk. To the birds would descend on it. And so you think, okay, ah, all the rocks maybe got another one like this size. Even the dancing ones was about, you know, you step, you just walk five minutes, minutes already. La. Correct. And then came this thing
0: that was just rising up from the sea. Huge like anything. You cannot fit it into your camera frame. Correct. That's how big it is. Because we are trying to capture. Let's capture the whole thing. No, it doesn't fit into your camera finder view unless you have a drone or something. That's how big the ship was.
1: Yes, it really looked like the ship... Even the shape of it, it had, you know, that sharp thing at the at the front.
0: Yeah, the deck. So you have to back back imagine like Titanic, rounded. guys. You have to imagine Titanic <laughs> ship. Uh, I, I can to give you another idea of how big the size is. From one end of the ship to the other end of the ship. We just call it ship, but you need to imagine it's a stone ship, okay? Yeah. So we took a speedboat from one end to the other end because there's a small jetty at the end of the ship, at the, at the, like, back of the ship, right? The speedboat took, like, two minutes. Yeah. So it's Quite that big. Minutes. It's like some two football field long. Quite huge. Kind of thick. Quite huge. So we... Okay, so it, it had a little
1: jetty of its own. Yep. And then we climbed onto the jetty. And then a whole load of stairs to kind of get to the so-called deck of the
0: ship. Yeah, so that it, it's like a jungle trekking. So you go up. Yep. But before you reach the deck in the middle, that is, you know how every ship has that, uh, that tiang that goes up where you hang a sail?
2: we oh also yes. had that yes, there, yes, yes.
0: which they uh, nicely the locust nicely or Sabah Park nicely turned it into um, some tourism information board where you get to read everything about the the legend yep. and then you need to walk for another maybe 20 minutes through some um, it's a path but it has like trees and for it's, it looks like you're walking uh, hiking in a forest kind of area yes. and yes. then you reach this beautiful deck right at the beginning of the ship
1: yeah it seriously looked like the helm you, I mean okay, we yeah, went and when, we tried to do the jacket and Rose does that. <laughs>
0: Whatever.
1: Right at the front. And wow what a view. Yeah. It was quite a view. You could see you could see the sea obviously. You could see birds flying around. Then you could see was it Kampung Malubang on the yeah, other side? So you, you can see,
0: see like Kampung Malubang and then you can see uh, kudat and I remember she told me, it took kudat, it pitas. Yeah. And you can see a really, really uh, eager eye point of things.
1: That was quite an amazing experience. And remember we're still talking about that same area where it's crystal
0: crystal clear water clear
1: waters
0: wow. so it's like kalau wow, you go and do your filming there or something quite interesting lah. so it's, when we're standing at the deck I remember it almost felt like we were standing at maybe like a 8 storey to 10 storey high condo or something like that that kind mm. of a hike it's not yeah. like something that you see like you know, 2 storey can jump down getting. of thing it's, <laughs> a, it's <laughs> like a huge talk no, you definitely do want uh, yeah because you don't want at the bottom of kind of thing but it's very inviting, actually, if you ask me. It's like, wow, you're so tall up. You can see the water. You can see, you know, just endless, endless, like, the horizons. Just sea, sea, and sea, and sky, and sea, and sky. That kind of beautiful.
1: So do you think that is why um, Ragam didn't want to go back? So chante the scene.
0: I Maybe. <laughs> but I'm just amazed that, you know, he owns such a big ship. I married the daughter of the captain. Pandai dia. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just very different. I I mean, for that size during that time, it's huge. It's really, yeah. really
1: huge. It's like one of those, you know, fleets of the royal armies.
0: Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah, after everything, I came back and I thought about it. Okay lah, huh? Maybe, I mean, this is the first legend presented to me with evidence. <laughs> uh, of, you know, things that really look like it and I really, really did like that rock ship looking yeah. thing.
1: But it's a good story. I mean, it's a very full, holistic story about a kid who wanted to chase his dreams, came from a rough spot in life, succeeds, achieves what he, he wanted, you know, saw the world and then after that he lupa diri lah. So moral of the story is
0: well moral of the story so many moral of the story (laughs) you know don't forget your parents and stuff like that but I think um, the story itself is very powerful and because it's a powerful story and um it's even relatable even to today's world. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I shall check up any legend yang lah. Please go and check it out if you are visiting Sabah. Um, go to Kudat. Make sure you ask at the jetty there if you can hitch a ride to Kampung Malubang, and the folks will be more than happy to drive you around to drive you around pula, boat you around <laughs> to look for that seven. Little rocks yeah, or not no so, regrets. not so little after all. It's Gina approved. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about this uh, interesting story about uh, children and parents, I thought this time we would like to, we should actually we should play one of your songs, Kenna My songs? Yeah, one one of your songs that I thought was quite suitable for this story, lah. Okay, which song is this again? The one entitled All This Time. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, All This Time by Juita Suvito.
2: Behind the memories will do just fine, they'll set you in time. I'm gonna. you
0: say it right if you listen to the legend Supira and then you listen to Jumita's song all this time you start to really realize uh, whether we uh, like it or not or you know sometimes we don't maybe we don't even believe it but I do believe that every parent loves their kid so sometimes when the kid wants to like go and run after your dreams and they'll be like ayo Ay, Sure, cannot trouble one, you know, as parents. <laughs> have but, you know, but some parents are so trusting. They let you go and they still trust you and believe in you that, you know, uh, you will always come back to them when things go wrong or even when things don't go wrong. And I think deep down inside, um, parents are the home that we will always return to. Lah. Aww.
1: Yeah. Ah, so well said. Actually, la, actually, when I wrote this song, it wasn't inspired by parents. <laughs> Interestingly enough, it was inspired by a book that I was reading <laughs> called Left Behind. It was about this girl uh, who who felt she had done too many bad things or wrong things in life and went, you know, her own way to be loved, you know? And so I thought, hey, this is a very cool theme to write about. La, it's like somebody loved her. But she felt like, but I'm undeserving of this. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Therefore, I cannot accept your love. That kind of thing. And I thought, what what would it be like if it was, if it was me? You know. So then I started to think okay, This is where the parents came in, last. So I started to think about the, the story of the prodigal son, uh-huh. uh, which is also known as the the loving father or something like that. Uh, and I thought, okay, if it was daughter, then how? You know. So with that. With that book, uh, with the story of that girl who thought she had just gone too far, and then thinking about my experience um, as a daughter, what so, uh, the would power it...
0: of a written book? Makes <laughs> you think about yourself.
1: Yeah, I thought about okay, what, what would it, what would it be like? Um, and that's actually where the song came from, lah. So in the beginning, you know, I was like, okay, let's write about. Yeah, I have to like, like try and figure out how do I tell a story, right? in a song because i really wanted it to be like a country and western you know it's not country and western country songs they really have storylines so i'm like okay i want when i grow up i want to write a song like that last so how do i write a song that you know the chorus can can keep its meaning but keeps on changing in perspective so that was a very nice experiment actually yeah it's quite interesting mm, one of the songs i'm proud of lah, as a songwriter lah <laughs>
0: I think that song really um, remind me of of this part. Okay, like, I, I think each of us at one point will feel that, you know, we have done something wrong to, you know, or we have disappointed the people who love us. Mm. And how do we go back to face them? Not not everyone can go back and face them.
1: Right. I think a lot of us end up running away. And I, I'm an overthinker. So I think there might be, even if you're not an overthinker, right? It's like, how do I how do I go back? How do I apologize? Would it even be received? And then the pride kicks in as well. You know, it's like, and if I say sorry, then they don't accept my apology. How? And then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. And then the longer, actually the longer,
0: the longer you run wait, away. The harder it is. Yeah,
1: because time would, they say time heals, right? But actually, not all the time. La. I find like for me, if something has happened, the faster I deal with it, the better it is because otherwise right you keep on dragging 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 and then
0: it other becomes things, a white elephant in the room n- yeah
1: not just that but the small things kind of like you know how when you replay things in your mind uh, yang bukan-bukan
0: pun jadi macam benar you know so yeah but uh, i think when it, people say time heals uh, what well, i think is time heals when you start reconciling When you actually start reconciling, but then if you don't let you just sit down and do nothing then time don't heal I'm sorry to say that. Time makes it
1: faster more. I mean yeah imagine a wound same thing right? Correct. If you clean it up Time in time it will heal. Correct. But if you don't uh start lah maggots all come.
0: Correct. So <laughs> it's, it's really it has to you know the bigger picture is you must take the first step before time can heal. So, yo, so deep. Oh, yo, why so, why yo, why are we going so deep with not No. Ah the power of a song. It makes you think hundred and one <laughs> thing. And legends
1: and rocks.
0: Yeah, so yes. And I think with that we have enough for this episode. A beautiful song as always Julie Tasuito. Thank you Gina So uh, maybe with that we shall wrap up today with lots of hugs and kisses <laughs> to our parents. I actually really really miss my grandma when I was talking about all this story thing because she is the one person who is home to me. It's like no matter what I do if I disappoint her however, I can I know for sure in my heart that I could return to her and still feel like I'm being hugged. Oh. So yeah. With that, uh, love y- you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, and that's it for today. Uh, I'm Gina Layong, And I'm Jubita Suito signing off
1: from Songs and Stories.
0: If you have enjoyed today's podcast, join us every Monday, 12 p.m. Malaysian time. If you would like to check out some of the stories that we have covered on videos or even photos, follow us on Twitter at Stories Malaysia or head over to our Facebook page at songsandstories.com.my. That's all for this week. See you around!